everybody. It's Your Natural Dog with Angela Ardolino, and my guest today is Milana Kearns, and she is from Baltic Amber, and I found her many years ago when I was down that black hole on the internet that we've all been on, searching for safe alternatives for flea and tick control, and I found out about amber necklaces and about the resin of amber and how it has these special compounds that not only deter insects, but also gives off a charge. And I'm like, how did she even know this? How did she discover this? So I have her on my podcast to talk all about safe alternatives to flea and tick treatments, how these conventional things that we buy over the counter and that our conventional vets prescribe are actual pesticides and very toxic and lead to all kinds of problems. Um, was reading report on that how every 36 hours a dog dies from these toxic chemicals and how every dog reacts to them differently. So I hate them and try to avoid them by all costs, but I also hate fleas. So we'll learn a little bit more about how it works and uh, the benefits of it. So stay tuned. And we're back with your natural dog. And I'm so excited. Melania Kearns. Uh, did I say it right? That's fine. That's perfect. Melana. Melana Kearns. Melana. I saw there's an extra I in there. So I'm always like confused when I see the spelling of your name. But I'm a big fan of yours because as you know, I love your products. They are the Baltic Amber Necklaces that are a wonderful way to naturally repel fleas, ticks, any any type of bugs. But a lot of us understand how the chemicals that are found in most flea and tick meds are dangerous, not only to our pets, but to us, to our rivers and streams. I just came back from the Healthy Dog Workshop in New York where Rodney Habib was showing us where they have uh, research studies and have shown how it's polluting lakes and streams. I was just reading an article where Dr. David Walinga said the simple truth about these flea and tick products is even when used as directed, they are not safe and they should not be on the market. They have the possibility of acute poisoning and longer term problems like brain dysfunction and cancer. And he's talking about what these meds do to humans who come, you know, who are exposed to them. Let's talk about what they do to our darn pets who are putting it in them and on them. I'm sure this is what drove you to to find a more holistic alternative. But tell me, like, what are some of the, as a naturopath, how, what are some of the things that you're most concerned about with some of these chemicals? Well, I think my biggest concern is that some of the chemicals taken or- orally, it can prevent uh, from ticks and fleas for up to three months. So it just tells you the amount of chemical is in it. And the outcome that can cause, you know, from poor appetite to depression, trembling, seizures, vomiting, diarrhea, or uh, excessive drooling, and even death. And the same with the spot-on products. Uh, They can cause very similar um, outcome. So we do want to protect our pet that we love. And this was my main reason why I started my natural Baltic amber business because um, I I could see there was a gap in the market. I could see I, I had it myself and I wasn't happy about administering any of these harsh chemicals 
to my dog. Uh, so I was looking for natural alternative and um, I wasn't prepared to, um, to spend too much time treating with, with, with soaps or, you know, washing w- once a week with, with, with these uh, shampoos or and other uh, natural alternatives. So I, I came across amber, uh, which dog just has to wear. <laughs> I love it. And how did you start searching for it? I remember reading that you found Amber originally for your baby. That's correct, yes. For um, teething, correct? That's correct, yes. Um, I, originally, I am from Lithuania, and we have a coast at the Baltic Sea. So uh, I am very familiar with Amber. And um, when my baby was teething, I was looking for uh, some help because um, Amber helps during that teething period by babies wearing it. Oh, so they don't even like buy it? They no, bite no. on it? They just wear it? They just have to wear it, yeah. So how does it how does it help them to just wear it? Okay, so when amber touches uh, your skin, uh, it warms up and it releases succinic acid. In other words, it's amber acid, which is released into your bloodstream and it has these calming and um, pain relief uh, properties. Amazing. Uh, so no, there's no no need for chewing it. It just has to be worn. And the same with adults, it helps in uh, many areas, from arthritis to depression. And yeah. neat. And is it doing that for our dogs also? It actually does. Yes, I I have some fantastic feedback from my customers, saying that they notice anxiety disappeared in their dogs and depression, especially for, from rescue dogs. Uh, also, customers noted that uh, it helps with ear mites. So not just ticks and fleas, but ear mites as well. And what yeah. is it in the, the Baltic Amber that's, uh, you know, that uh, we love as humans, our human bodies love it, our animal bodies love it, but the bugs hate. What is it in it that's making them not want to be around whoever's wearing it? Okay, Amber works in two ways. Uh, as aromatic repellent. So uh, Baltic Amber Stones contains uh, natural essential oils and resinous smell of the amber called terpenes, which derives from the friction of the amber with the pet's fur and which ticks they do not like. Uh, So it's responsible for the tick being uncomfortable. And by the way, they can smell. (laughs) Ticks and fleas, they can't smell. So that's one way that amber can help. And uh, second way is electrostatic repellent. So um, as amber rubs against the animal's fur, it creates mild electric charge, uh, which has been discovered as a flea and tick deterrent uh, in dogs and cats. So it is completely undetectable to the animal, but gives the tick and flea an electric shock. So uh, they, they're Love not it. happy. They don't want to stay in that body. They don't want to stay. <laughs> no. Very cool. So, of course, those of you who listen to the show know how I love terpenes, which, of course, are also found in other plants. Um, most plants, all plants, terpenes uh, are also very important when we are looking at the cannabis plant and when we're extracting those essential oils out of the flower, we want to make sure we get those terpenes intact. So when I read this, it made complete sense to me. It's just like when we're making our own flea and tick repellents, we're using other essential oils, you know, like peppermint, I know is one of them, lemongrass, 
uh, cedar. Some of these also have terpenes in it that are these compounds inside that give off a scent that bugs usually hate. And that is why, and they're safe for us. So that's why a lot of times, A, whether you're making your own flea and tick spray or you're buying a holistic one, they include these certain essential oils. So it's the same concept, correct? That's correct, yes. Except it's in a necklace. Instead of like making a necklace of, you know, lavender and lemongrass and peppermint and putting it on a string around their neck, you're actually getting the amber. And what is it? Is it it from a tree? It's a fossilized tree resin, uh, approximately 90 million years old. Awesome. Amber is the only oldest um, amber in the world. We use only raw amber for pet colors because most succinic acid is found in what we call amber skin. So it it might not look very attractive, but it's the best uh, healer. I love the way it looks. I could wear every time people see my dogs wearing them, they're like, oh, that's such a pretty necklace. And I'm like, it does more than just look pretty. So I love the way they look and um, and I love the way they work. I live in Florida. You know, I'm in flea and tick heaven, mosquito heaven. Um, all my dogs have them. I also love how quickly they do break off if someone, you know, gets it caught on something. And I do have some crazy wild dogs. And I, it's funny, I'll see one scratching and I'll look and the collar's gone. And so I got to <laughs> get a bath, go get a new collar and put it on. But I get nothing but wonderful praise about how well they work. And I am so glad you created them. And I know that not all necklaces or amber is created equal. So people always are surprised that I get them all the way from Ireland. Why Why is it important that it's raw and where you source them from? Because I don't want everybody to just, just go out and find, you know, Google and not find you. Or we've got them here in the United States. But um why is it important where they're coming from? Because I'm sure this is a fad that there's going to be people who are knocking off and not using real amber or not using a raw amber. Absolutely, yes. There's Caribbean amber, there's Indian amber, Ukrainian amber, but only Baltic amber is the oldest amber in the world and contains the most succinic acid, which is the main healer. Amazing. Amber colors are also long-lasting remedy. I must add, it's it's a uh, you don't need to replace it every so often. It doesn't run out of of these properties. It can get wet. Absolutely. I love where I read somewhere where you can recharge it by placing it in the sun. Yes. Yes. Why does that happen? What does it do when it's getting put in the sun? The sun's energy. It recharges amber. So it, it's it, because amber is a natural stone. It was formed so many years ago, and it came from trees. And as you know, trees need sun to survive. So it's closely related with with the sun's energy. Amazing. Now, I wanted to go back to talk about, is this something that you think can control fleas and ticks um, and even mosquitoes like on a regular basis? Like this is something that this is all that they'll need to do? Yes. Uh, Now, I would suggest if your dog or your your pet, your cat is heavily infested with fleas and, and ticks, I would recommend uh, to treat 
pet first with a, a little bit stronger alternatives because umber doesn't kill the eggs. You know, you would need to wait for the cycle to go through to get rid of all the bugs, which can be quite a long uh, while. So after you, you um, get rid of all these fleas and ticks, then use umber as preventative. But if, if your pet has only, um, only a few, I suppose, if, if this, uh, only was just infested or has been in contact with another pet that has been infested, uh, umber would, would work perfectly, yes. Good. So those of you who, I mean, I know in Florida, I feel like it happens every couple of years. I remember long, long ago, you know, having my pets on the toxic stuff and it still didn't work. And I remember the vet saying, oh, yeah, they're becoming immune to it. They don't even care. And I remember that they would say double the dose or put a different brand on. And when I think about back on that, I'm just amazed. I, I lost my first dog at seven years old because I did everything my conventional vet told me to do, including these flea and tick. And as you said, they're supposed to be put on every 30 days, whether they're given a pill. First, it was the the oil. I remember being alarmed by that. I remember reading the insert and how it says not to get on our skin. I remember squirting one time and it hit a piece of furniture and ate the finish of the furniture off. And I'm like, I don't think I want to put this on my dog. So I stopped. Then I brought it up to my vet. What did they do? They gave me a pill option instead. And then that pill option became the what you know protects you from the mosquitoes, from the fleas, from the ticks, from... And then you're like, do we even have those in Florida? And now we're giving them these pesticides internally to take care of all of these things in one little pill. And you can't tell me that that's safe for our animals. Absolutely. They're pesticides. Exactly. The amount of chemicals that would be in that pill to be able to kill the fleas and ticks. So what damage does it do to your dog? You're poisoning them. Absolutely. It's very concerning. And it's, and it's in their blood and it's going to come out uh, out of their skin and onto us and into our environment. So it's not just hurting our dogs, it's hurting everybody. I was reading an article in a newspaper. It was called The, the Virginian Pilot, which just happened to, to come up because, of course, when you're reading about all of these flea and ticks thing, it, they don't sound scary at all. You know, there are some vomiting, some diarrhea. You don't get to hear about it. And this is an article that's like from 2013 that was reporting on Triflexis. And I remember when Triflexis became the three-in-one pill. You know, it, it took care of it all. And they basically had to get, I forgot what the name of the thing, where you can get the, the real information, the real reports, not the mm. watered down. And they showed that, Every 36 hours, a dog is dying from triflexis. Wow. And they were like, that's not, a, that's not a staggering statistic. Yeah, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nobody knows okay. that. Nobody is out there to put poison on their dog. Uh, the other thing I don't understand is it's flea and tick season, so I am being bombarded by every, everything to put this med this poison on my dog. So those of you that are listening, you do have a choice. Fleas and ticks are a pain, but I don't know about you. You could tell me whether you agree as a naturopath. I feel like these chemicals are doing more harm than they are good. 
Talisa are very inconvenient, but I don't believe in putting poison all over my family. Do would you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. Because if your your dog licks you and you pet your dog, and naturally, if if you're using harsh chemicals on your pet, you you get that on your skin. You get that on your kid's skin. That is very concerning. All right. We got to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about maybe some other things that we can do to help. And we'll be right back. If you're like us, your pets are part of the family. That's why at CBD Dog Health, we created a line of human-grade, full-spectrum hemp products tailored specifically to your furry friend's needs. Whether they're suffering from fear of fireworks, arthritis from old age, or even seizures and cancer, research shows that a high-quality CBD oil can make a big difference for them. Enter coupon code RADIO at CBDDogHealth.com for 15% off your first order. That's R-A-D-I-O. CBD Dog Health. Healing naturally. And we're back with Milana Kearns, and we're talking about natural flea and tick protection and what we can do. And I still have fleas and ticks in my yard. You know, I live in the woods and have possums and raccoons and foxes and coyotes and a little of everything. So I've got a lot of them. And like I said, I'll see a dog scratching and she doesn't have her collar on. So I have to go through that process. And I do treat, uh, I have like a screened in area where I do put down a diet to mash this earth as a way to keep the fleas and ticks and bugs and roaches and ants out of my house and out of the garden where the dogs spend most of their time. But what are your suggestions on what we should do? You know, our necklace falls off. They don't have it yet. And they have fleas and ticks. I don't know if you know, I own a groom shop and a a retail store and we do everything natural. So we see probably two to five cases a day of dogs with flea and ticks or a dog that's scratching and there's no signs of flea and ticks, but they've been bit and they have an allergic reaction to it. So we're dealing with this on a daily basis, especially now and then through the summer. And of course, giving them a bath is the best thing. I don't know where this started of bathing your dog and Dawn. Um, Dawn dish soap is not safe and not good for you or your dogs or your pets, even though they have a damn picture of a duck on the front of it where they're washing oil off of it, it is not a safe product for your pet. Um, I remember when I got my groom shop, they were actually using it as a flea and tick shampoo. What people don't understand is that we use all natural products and any shampoo or conditioner is going to kill the fleas because it suffocates them. So you just need to leave the shampoo on Make sure you start with the neck and go down because the moment something goes on and they all go running to the dry spot. But what are some other tips and things that people should do when they do find fleas and ticks? What do you do? You can also spray an apple cider vinegar on your um, pet diluted with water. Uh, Of course, um, I would recommend to do regular checks as well and um, comb your pet's hair using fine tooth flea comb. Is another option, and um, if if you don't have uh, an amber collar, I would recommend to order one ASAP. <laughs> so yeah, once once you get it off your dog, get the fleas and ticks off your off your dog with a good bath. You know, be sure to treat their bedding 
lots of vacuuming. Remember, it doesn't kill the eggs. And there's a process where they're laying, they'll jump on your dog, lay the eggs, and then leave. And so we need to make sure that you bathe them, wash their bedding, vacuum, so that you can kind of get all those eggs and prevent a reinfestation. But once you get them all bathed and good, you put that amber collar on, you should be good. Absolutely. So I find that it works perfect on all of my dogs um, if it's on, but my white dogs in heavy flea season who have an allergy are still getting bit like in the butt, like away from it. Is there spray apple cider vinegar to kind of keep them off the backside? That would help. Absolutely. Is it it because it's further away from the collar? It's, It's very possible. Yes, that's very possible. Although mostly Texan fleas, they seem to like to gather up this part of the... Yeah, they do. Yeah. None there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it it is possible that they um, try to run away further from that electric charge or the smell that they don't like. So um, apple cider vinegar spray would be a great solution. Yes. And I never find a flea on her. I only see her reacting to their an allergic reaction to the saliva, which a lot of dogs suffer from. So I always find it interesting that the flea is not sticking around, but it obviously bitter on the butt. But that's a, a great tip. Does apple cider vinegar great for spraying on their bedding also? Would it deter them from getting there? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. It, it's, it's the smell that they don't like. And apple cider vinegar, as, as you know, has quite strong smell. Uh, yep. Other oils would help too. Strong smell oils like lemongrass, mint, cheddar wood, um, citrus uh, smell. So um, they don't like those either. So smell of that combined uh, oils would help too. Awesome. And just making sure that they're diluted and that you have, you know, the space nice and open uh, if you have birds, especially, make sure that they're not around and air out everything. But that's what my house smells like all the time. <laughs> Our essential oils, not only because they smell good, but they deter the bugs from coming in. I love that. What are some other tips that we can give our pet parents? I know diet definitely has an effect on whether it attracts uh, fleas and ticks or not. What are some other tips as a naturopath that you think we could do for our pets to help them deter these animals, these bugs? The main ones would, would probably the natural oils, like um, like mentioned, um, apple cider. Black walnut is another effective flea repellent for dogs, but uh, you would need to be very careful using it because um, if you use too big of a dose, it can be very toxic. So um, that might not be a good idea to use for an experienced um, user. But I suppose your your uh, dog regularly, and even uh, rinsing after the bath with uh, mild apple cider vinegar rinse would help as well to keep ticks and fleas away. It's also really good for your dog, really good for an itchy dog. We actually yeah. do that at the groom shop for dogs that have skin issues. It absolutely is really good for disinfecting naturally cleaning it, drying up any irritation that a dog may have, and then actually helps with drying them faster. So yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of apple cider vinegar. I love um, the product and use it all of the time. Apple cider is amazing for human hair 
it softens and gives it shine. So uh, it has exactly the same effect on dog's hair. Really? And people always think it's their dog's going to smell like vinegar afterwards, and it doesn't. It no. dries super fast. It doesn't smell yeah. that way. So yeah, if you hate the smell like the bugs do, don't worry. Your dog's not going to stay smelling like that. <laughs> yeah, I go through a bottle of the stuff, you know, on a two week, every two weeks, I feel like I'm getting another bottle of it because I use it so much. Um, we only clean our house with um, vinegar also. So it's something that gets used on a regular basis. If we do find a tick on our dog, which I don't really have ticks here, but I know that it's a problem and an issue and a scary thing for a lot of people. What are your tips on ticks? Do you guys have ticks there? We don't. Not in Ireland. How funny. Think it's because it's too cold and kills them or? We don't have good summers, so it's not very uh, suitable climate for them they would be looking for hotter summers than Irish summer. <laughs> well, I'm super hot here, but I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of the amount of birds or chickens or ticks are not a, a big of a problem here where I live in Florida, central mm-hmm. Florida, but I know up north and out west, they have a huge problem with them. Do you have tips on how to safely remove them? Do you know about ticks? Sure. Yeah, I normally recommend my customers to to drop um, uh, to put a drop of oil on the tick, so the tick cannot breed, and it tries. It's it so it can be any oil, any oil, get a cooking oil. Awesome. Just a just a it. small drop, and and once you see a tick coming out, you just um, I suppose pinch it and and anti clockwise remove it safely from your dog skin. I love that because I remember hearing before, like, light a match, and I'm like, but then I'm going to burn my dog. So, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I love it. So you're basically suffocating that they can't get air, and they back up, and that's when you remove them safely because they're not going to leave anything in it. Um, And then treating, clean the area, disinfect it, put an amber collar on. Exactly. And, again, apple cider vinegar uh, would 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 work as a – cleanser and um, suitor and amber color as a prevention. And then what about mosquitoes? You got mosquitoes in Ireland? None. <laughs> we don't have those later. <laughs> I'm moving. <laughs> I love it. Where, tell us where you are in Ireland right now. Uh, I, I live in Trim, uh, County Meath, which is just about an hour drive from Dublin. So um, uh, Midlands. You could say <laughs> where it's springtime right now. So, what's the weather like in where you live? It's beautiful and sunny at the moment, uh, approximately 16 degrees Celsius. Which um, I don't know what that equates to what where we are. <laughs> but obviously, you have lots of fleas, or you wouldn't have discovered how well this works on your fleas. We do have fleas, yes. So, I don't, how did you get from discovering this for your baby to realizing that it it was good for our pets also? I've been doing my research and I've noticed that um, amber in in ancient Greek has been called electron, uh, which means when it's rubbed with any material, it creates mild electric charge. And and I, um, my uncle has, he has been involved with amber for many, many years. So I had this conversation with him and he said, that pet colors would would be a great idea to to come up with, and um, that's how we 
decided to, to try. And how long ago was that? That would have been approximately 10 years ago. That, and so what are, like, yeah. what are some of the feedback you've been getting from people who've been using the products? People say that um, they did notice straight away the reduction of fleas and ticks on their pets. Um, they also say that they noticed uh, that Amber helped with depression and anxiety in, in their dogs. And um, they're very happy with pre- prevention, basically, of getting um, ticks, fleas, mosquitoes and ear mites. I love ear mites. That makes so much sense. Basically, any bug. Any bug, indeed. They're all going to not like it. Right. Very cool. Um, Well, we love your products. We sell them on the Your Natural Dog store all the time. And we, of course, are going to share this wonderful interview with the founder of the necklaces that we love so much. Um, And we also want to be able to give them a discount. So we're going to give them a discount for any of our listeners. It's Tick 10 that you can use on yournaturaldogstore.com where you can get these wonderful products. We are so happy to have found you and your product, which I can't even remember how, except I probably spent all day researching, searching, found out that, you know, Amber was a good source and then finally finding you, finding the best product out there. But where can people find out more information about you and learn more about you and kind of the, all the information that you have been researching on this product? Sure, I have a lot of information on my website. If, if people would like to have a look, it's balticamber.ie. I have a lot of uh, clinical trial reports on, on the website. Um, anything basically related to human healing and to pets uh, remedy. And uh, what is what was some of the most amazing things that you found when you were looking at this clinical research? I think for me, the biggest find was the natural healing part. The realization that you you can help human and pet without having to administer drugs. That was my main part of satisfaction. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's so cool that it's not something that I actually have to take or, you know, ingest that I literally just have to wear it and it's going to make a difference. Thank you so much, Milana, for sharing what you know and making such a great product. I think it's funny I had to, to go all the way to Ireland to find it, but thank you so much for creating it and, um, and sharing it with everyone. Thanks very much, Angela, for having me. You bet. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you want your questions answered live, make sure to call in to 252-377-4555. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and at AngelaArtolino.com. And remember, you can always sign up for a full holistic consultation at CBDDogHealth.com slash consultations. Introducing MycoDog, an award-winning line of medicinal mushroom extracts combined with adaptogens like ashwagandha, astragalus root, and bacopa monieri, made specifically for your pets. When it comes to mushrooms, sourcing really matters. Unlike other products on the market that are grown in China or elsewhere, the mushrooms in MycoDog tinctures are grown here in the United States to the highest quality standards. 
MycoDog offers three formulas designed to support senior dogs, as well as those suffering from dementia and canine cognitive disorder, breathing and respiratory issues, or autoimmune diseases and cancer. Use coupon code YNDPODCAST at mycodog.com for 10% off these fantastic fungi.